Welcome to Kitzabe Kitzabe, we're up to Simit Kuflamit, hey the alochus of, living in the sukkah, sif vav. Over here the Kitzabe tells us when there's a whole bunch of balabatim, not the, in the colloquial sense, but heads of households eating in one sukkah. So there's a few families in one sukkah, and there are different women from different houses, a communal sukkah. They all need to hear Kiddush in order to be yaitza. And if all the balabatim, all the family heads make Kiddush together, it's impossible to hear two voices simultaneously. And then the women are not going to hear Kiddush properly. Therefore, it's far better that each one makes their individual Kiddush. One after the other, not in unison. If they make Kiddush simultaneously. So if there's no one who needs to be Yotze in their Kiddush, if one person finishes his Bayopriya Geffen first, or any of the other brachas in Kiddush, and then the guy next to him finishes his bracha. The first one should not answer a main to the other one's bracha because a main is a hefsik between making his way bury priyagolfen and actually drinking the wine. The oilim is noyeg to wait for the person next to him to finish saying his kiddush, answer a main, and only then drinking. But that is not the halacha. It would be better for them to all say Kiddush simultaneously and then drink together simultaneously without having saying Amen as a hefsik between their bracha and their drink. Next, the Kitzer says that on the rest of the nights of Yom Tif, after the first days, there's no chiv to eat in the sukkah unless you want to eat a, f- a set meal or you want to go to sleep. Then you have to eat or drink eat or, or sleep in the sukkah. What's considered an achilas keva? What is a full meal? The Kitzer says it's bread larger than the size of a kabeza. That's considered a set meal, even if he doesn't sit down to eat it like a like a a meal. And even if it's paskisnin, cookies, crackers, mezoinus, if it's bigger than a kabeza, that must be eaten in the sukkah. It has the din of an achilas keva. So to uh, any cooked dish. Made of the chamishas mine dogon, dogon, the five types of fish, the five types of grain. If it's if this dish is bigger than a kabeza, and in this case he actually makes a, makes it into a meal, even though it's not bread, but it's bigger than a kabeza, and he's making it into a meal, then it's he's chayiv to sit in the sukkah, and he must make a leish of a sukkah on it. However, fruits or shahakol. Items that you're allowed to eat outside the sukkah. So do wine or other beverages, uh, meat or cheese, that is allowed to be eaten and, and drunk outside of the sukkah, even in large quantities. However, that only is true when he's not being koivea. He doesn't make it into an eating or drinking session. But if he wants to drink wine or something else in a set way, then he, then he would have to drink the wine or whatever other drink or eat whatever dish this is, even though it's not Mazoinus or Hamoitzi. If he's sitting down for it, then it must be eaten in the sukkah. The Ramah is makele about this. The Mishnah brings down a, a number of poiskim who are machmir like the Kitzer regarding drinking wine in a kavua setting, especially with other people. When it comes to other drinks, not wine, not beer, or soda, and the Shabura 
has a more lenient stand, but still advises not to drink them in a kavua diga way without making a leshiva sukkah on bread or something to be it. There are a number of other paiskim who say that it is best to be machmer when it comes to eating meat, fish, or cheese outside the sukkah. Bekevius. At first you make a hamaytzi, then you'll, you're definitely chayev in, in making a bracha leshiva sukkah, and then you can eat that food, those foods afterwards. This is all me'ikar hadin, however, if someone wants to be machmer, I believe the Gura did this, he would not eat or drink anything outside of the sukkah. And ha'reza meshubach, that's a good move. Next, the Kitzer says that even taking a small nap, any sleep, requires, halachically must be done in the sukkah. And this is what people who are medaktik b'mitzvahs, even when they take a little nap, they make sure it's in the sukkah. Nowadays, many people have the minog to be more... Make all about sleeping in the sukkah, and the Chonim write, uh, give us a number of rationales why this is the case, you know, just to be malamit schus on us. The Ramah says it's often very cold, where it can cause tsar, or secondly, the mitzvah of sukkah is to live there the way one does the rest of the year. And that would mean for someone who's married to be living in the sukkah with his wife. And the sukkah, in general, does not provide enough privacy. And therefore, that would exempt him from sleeping in the sukkah. So there, a kafidas, there's less of a heter for a bachar than for a married man. However, the kitzah says a yirei shemayim should be machmer and build his sukkah in a way that he can live in there with his wife, just like he lives in his house the rest of the year, if it's possible. At least, at least the bare minimum is that it should be made, the sukkah should be built so that he would be able to sleep there alone. And if that's not true... And the sukkah's puzzle. There has to at least have the capability of sleeping in this sukkah. You have to be able to eat and sleep in this sukkah. If you can't, then it's not a kosher sukkah. Even bidi Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.